Bogut to the rack and he jammed it. Oh my goodness. Blocked by Bogut. The Warriors' big man joins our big man. The Andrew Bogut Show with Mr. T. Now, here's Tom Tolbert. Eric Burns, Tom Tolbert with you. Time to talk a little Golden State Warriors basketball with center Andrew Bogut. Andrew, what's going on, man? How's it going? Congratulations on the playoffs. Nicely done. Yeah, thanks. Were, so, you, were you guys popping champagne last night, Andrew? Not quite, not quite. Just the, just the waters. So, so were you spraying, like, water balls? Was that it? Kind of <laughs> just yeah, around? Just, just, the, just the water bottles yesterday. Now, you've been there before. I mean, you've been to the playoffs. You were there with Milwaukee. Uh, you guys lost 4-1, I believe it was, to Detroit, uh, 05-06. Was there anything in that uh, that you took from that season, the end of the season, getting into the playoffs, that you are able to help the guys with? Because there were so many guys on this team that had never been through this before. Um, I've said a fair bit, but, but not really. I think um, everything becomes magnified. So every set that you run and every defensive possession needs to be done how we scouted it and how we want to do it as a team. Um, if you have mental lapses, you know, teams are going to destroy you. So um, teams are both on both sides are, are scouting each other to a tee. They know, basically know all your sets, so it's a matter of running your stuff with precision. Otherwise, if you just run through the motions, you're going to have no chance. Yeah, because during the regular season, you may get a team off a of back-to-back or then be on the road for, for three or four days. And while you can go through your, your scouting sets and you can look at uh, all, all the things that, that they run – it's different during the playoffs because now it's you against them and they're going to go through everything you do with a fine-tooth comb. And if you're not, as you said, if you're not running it as well as you can run it, you know, the chances are you're looking up the scoreboard, you're down 20. Yeah, exactly right. And then it becomes a mental battle. You know, they blow you out one game and then all of a sudden you've got game three or four and you've got to come back and try to make that a ball game. So um, I think I think we'll be excited for it. Um, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of butterflies. For, for most guys, but I think we're we're definitely um, ready for the challenge. Yeah, what is that like? Because in the NBA, you rarely play a team even back to back ever, and then all of a sudden you go in and you're playing these seven game series. It's, it's tough. It's it's foreign as well. You know, it's, it's not a feeling that we have very often. So you get there and it becomes a grind. You know, you might, you might have a matchup that you don't like, but guess what? You know, the next game, the next game, and the next game, that same guy's going to be there. So you got to find a way. Um, that's probably the toughest thing, you know. If you've got a, a bad game or two, you can't let it affect game three or game four, and and the series never never over. Um, you know, 2009, 2010, we played Atlanta in the first round, and and uh, you know we lost the the first two games, probably you know by 10 or 15 points in Atlanta, and then went home and, and stole one game three and four, and then stole game five on the road, and then you know obviously we ended up losing that series, but you just never know what can happen. Um, you know, the, the, the roller coaster ride of a playoff series can go either way. It's all, all a matter of who can get to four first. So you didn't celebrate with champagne, but you celebrated by popcorn in my man Kent Bazemore's car. How could you do that, Andrew? Oh, yep. Yeah. A couple of the vets, <laughs> couple of the vets once you weren't too happy with Kent, he started to to get a little bit of a mouth with a couple of the vets, which is probably something you don't want to do. Uh-oh. So I think that was a little, a little reminder. Um, we wanted to do it after a win and wanted to do it after we, we, we secured the playoffs, but it was a little reminder that he's, uh, he's still a rookie and he needs to uh, keep his head down and, and keep quiet. What is he, uh, what's the saying that the uh, the Rock says? Know your role, shut your mouth? 
Especially when you're a rookie, yeah. yeah exactly. Rookie, you're, you know, you're, uh, you're never right and you're always wrong no matter what you say or do. So um, you got to kind of just take that, that mindset, you know, do what the vets say, and, and you'll be okay. So the other, the, other, the other three have been okay so far, but uh, Ken's been the first one, and I think it's a lesson learned to everybody. I'm looking at these pictures right now. I mean, this oh, is unbelievable. The, the entire car is filled up with popcorn, but, I mean, not just popcorn. There's butter on this popcorn. <laughs> Who, who's going to clean the car? I'm not sure. I mean, there's, there's, I'm guessing you guys can take some calls from some Oakland car washers. I'm sure some people that will <laughs> help him out. But we know he'll uh, he'll have some seeds popping out of air conditioner for, for for months and months just to remind him not to, to mess with the bit. <laughs> the seeds? How about there? The kernels? How about the smell? When he hits the AC or, God forbid, he has to hit the heater anytime soon. I mean, that smell is going to be unbearable. Oh, popcorn's not too bad. It's, uh, oh, he, popcorn he at like, 6.30 in the morning? Yeah, he, he does like popcorn, which is a good thing. <laughs> You know, you should have done. You should have done like jelly bellies. Like went to, went to like jelly beans on them. Who now? How do you come by that much popcorn? I mean, where do you go to get that quantity of popcorn? Well, it was an integral process that was all set up. We uh, we started collecting bags. I think from from the Sacramento game, we started collecting the leftover popcorn from the arena. That's awesome. And we uh, we got it bagged up and stored. And then um, you know today was the day. So. You know, it was, a, it was a great team effort. Really proud of our guys for sticking together for that. You guys executed very well, I thought. Very well executed. We had probably, a... our best play, probably our best one-up play of the year, to be honest. We're talking to Andrew Bogut, the Warriors in the playoffs, but you still got to fight for seeding now. You're one game up, I believe it is, on Houston. Could have been more if Jermaine O'Neal had not goaltended a three-point shot. I I got to admit, there are a lot of games, a lot of basketball games I watch, Andrew, and generally speaking, every game you watch, you've seen most things before. I don't know if I've seen that one before, somebody goaltend a three-point shot. Yeah, I haven't seen the footage of it yet. I'm going to actually jump on the computer later and just check out what he was doing, but um, from what I heard, it wasn't too pretty. And, no. Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys both have to call him and ask him what was going through his, through his mind. Was well, one of those ones where, uh, so Harden shoots it, hits the front of the rim, and then goes up and starts coming back down, and it's going to clip the front of the rim again, but he goes up there and knocks it away before it has a chance to hit the rim. They call it goaltending. They go look at the monitor. Goaltending, thanks for coming. And as I always say, bad teams do bad things. Yeah, I've been there, done that. Um, obviously, it didn't help us too many. Um, we, we know they play uh, they play Phoenix again, so hopefully Phoenix can remember it and try to, try to get revenge on, <laughs> on our behalf. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, how important is it? For you guys, and, and forget about the sixth seed for a second, because I know you guys want to win as many games as possible and keep playing good ball heading into the playoffs. But in your mind, is there a huge disadvantage in going from possibly Clippers, Denver, or Memphis to facing either San Antonio or Oklahoma City if you slip? Other is we feel like we match up pretty well with, with a lot of those teams, but that's exactly the point of. We want to finish this thing out strong. We can't just sit on our, on our laurels right now and we made the playoffs great. And whatever happens, happens. We can still control our destiny. And I think the sixth seed is, is what we want to, want to aim for. Um, and and you never know what can happen in a playoff series. You know, San Antonio always has one of their best players out in, in, uh, in Ginobili mm-hmm. too. So there's a lot of different things that can happen between now and then with injuries and, and, and all of that. So if we just keep playing, you know, playing the right way and treating the game with respect and, and uh, seeing how we go, it'll all work itself out. Talking to Andrew Bogut, getting ready for the playoffs in about a week and a half. Let me ask you this, because I've always hated when people say the game slows down in the playoffs. It becomes a half-court game. You can't run 
during the playoffs. And, and I've always thought that was BS because I watched basketball in the 80s when the Celtics and the Lakers, I mean, all got up and ran in the playoffs. I, I almost feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that people buy into, well, it's the playoffs, you're not going to be able to run as much. And I've always thought this, and I'll see if you agree with me, that during the playoffs we've talked about scouting, and if they're going to scout your sets, it's going to be more difficult to score in the half court. So why not try to run more? I'm not saying you have to shoot it, but why not try to get it out, try to probe the defense, and see if you can find some easy looks before the defense has a chance to set up. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, obviously, points off turnovers and transition buckets are cheap buckets that can, can win you a game. And if we can, if we can get those, you know, um, we'll definitely take them. But it's not that it slows down. I think just just the teams have a, have a better focus of of analyzing what a team does and, and really try to stop stop them doing that. Um, you know, whether we face obviously Denver or Memphis is two different ball games yeah. for us. If we face one, you know, Denver's just gonna they're gonna try to run no matter what. So especially in Denver, and I think they'll. I think to be honest, whoever plays Denver. Um, they're still going to get transition baskets and they're still going to play a high tempo just because of the altitude and the way they play. I think that will change too much. But um, I think there's a fine line between running and playing a Phoenix, you know, of, of, of early 2000s style where they just, you know, shoot in the first five seconds. Yeah. I think that's where people get a little, a little bit confused. Andrew, 14 rebounds for you, three block shots last night. Are you starting to feel better physically? Yeah, a little bit. Getting there, um, you know, Never, I'm not going to be an offensive force this year, and that's just that's just the reality of it for me. Um, so I'm trying to trying to focus on on rebounding and, and blocking shots and controlling the paint. And I think I've got a pretty decent job of that, and I will continue to do it. Where is your confidence uh, on the offensive end right now? Uh, not, not not too good. I mean, I just need to find a rhythm, and I haven't found that rhythm. But I don't think I've had one good offensive game really this year, um, where, I, where I felt like, hey, you know, keep keep coming to me, keep coming to me. So. Uh, it's just one of those things that I have to work out in the summer and, and, and get my legs back under me and, and have my you know shots start falling. I have a lot of shots that, that just seem to rattle rattle their way out, which is frustrating. And that's just that's just the way it is. But if, you know, if I can keep getting 14, 15 rebounds and blocking some shots, um, I think it can still help the team. Absolutely. Now, wondering in the uh, I think it was in the third quarter last night, Andrew, either early, late third, maybe it was early fourth, where you could tell the Timberwolves. We're kind of feeling like, all right, let's just go out here and see if we can put some points on the board, maybe get some numbers. Our season's over, and this game doesn't look all that promising. And it looked like you guys, for about a three-minute period, got caught up into that game where it's just kind of a loosey-goosey game, and you're going up and down and not really executing the way that you should. And then you put the clamps down and, and buried them. Did you feel like you got caught up into that just for a little bit where you were kind of playing the way they were playing, where it wasn't as intense as maybe you would have liked to, liked it to have been? Uh, maybe a little bit, but we had about a three-minute lull in that, in that fourth quarter where they cut it from 20 to about 12. Yeah. And, and then we pushed it back out. But obviously, if they make one, one extra shot in that run, it becomes a single-digit single game and the pressure's back on us. But, you know, for the most part, we played a pretty pretty good game. And it, it, it does get tough. You know, they've got a lot of guys that are, that, are, that are fighting for contracts and trying to prove themselves for next year. So they've got guys out there that just go out there and play free. What about, uh, just curious, having uh, just got through playing Pekovic, I've only seen him play a couple times this year. Didn't have a great game last night, but coming in, he scored, I think it was like 20 points in five consecutive games. That is one big dude, and not big as in fat. I mean, this guy is about as solid as they come, isn't he? Yeah, he's huge, and that was the focus of, of, of mine personally and the team. We knew that he'd come off a player of the week um, week last year in the NBA and was playing mm -hmm. very well. We knew if PS 20 and 10, um, they got a very high chance of beating us. So I try to focus on, on, on not letting you get easy catches and just making him take tough shots. But a little sore, a little sore today banging around with yeah. Tegovic, I don't say that. Did you ever see Superman 2? 
Uh, possibly. Okay, well, he's the guy. He was the guy with the beard in Superman too. <laughs> I mean, spit an image of that guy. <laughs> or or, uh, or Zangief from Street Fighter, either one. Yeah, exactly. We came up with that, and also the guy uh, Kalicki, I think his name was. I'm not sure. Is a center for for West Virginia, the Mountaineers, a year or two. Oh ago. yeah, yeah. He looked yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that guy. In fact, I think Kalicki was actually, he looked like the Mountaineer mascot. Like, if you're going to have a mascot play basketball, that was him. If you would have put, like, a Daniel Boone coonskin hat up on Kalicki, he would have been their mascot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before I let you run, I'm just curious. When you guys did the, the popcorn prank, were there any other pranks being considered? Were there things you thought were uh, not good enough, maybe a little bit too much, or was popcorn always the call? Uh, we're going to come more in the pipeline just, just as backup plan, so we can't really let you know right now. Damn it. Because um, <laughs> they, might, they might need to be implicated. But, um, yeah, we've got, we've got a couple of things up our sleeve. But you know, you know what we, we once did? We went uh, the boot. We put the boot, oh, on, the boot on, on, the car. on one of the rookies' cars. Yeah, with no way to yeah, get it off. Well, I've got a better one than that, but uh, we'll, we'll let you know in the coming weeks <laughs> if it works out. <laughs> oh, very good. Hey, Andrew, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you this year. Hopefully we'll continue to talk to you for a few more weeks as you guys get ready for the playoffs and hopefully advance in the playoffs. I know everyone's excited as well. They should be, but I know from your standpoint it's goal number one and moving on to goal number two in about 10 days and trying to advance in the playoffs. So congratulations on the season. It's been a fun season to watch. Best of luck the rest of the way, and we'll talk to you again next week, man. All right, thanks. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it, man.